Well, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. Uh, what we do here is, well, we watch Shudder. It's right there what? in the. It's right there in the name, guys. Oh, I did not sign up. For uh, that. I am one of your hosts. My name is JD, and who's here with me? It's Michelle. Yay! It's Michelle, everybody. And yes, they're in fact, tired of it. You did point. sign up. <laughs> oh, they're going to get real tired of it if they're already there, man. Yeah. They don't even yeah. know. I'm never ending. I like to do a thing until it stops being funny and then keep doing it right. until it is something that people hate me for. I right. don't know when to stop. Well, that's the, the thing that uh, I think a lot of people don't understand is there are some of us where... Uh, when it stops being funny to you, like it doesn't even start being funny to us until you get there. Yep. Like that's that's when my amusement begins. <laughs> Just drive it into the ground. Yeah. yeah. I like to write jokes and then go on stage and see if anybody laughs. And if they did not, then that is comedy gold to me. Right. Right. <laughs> Just the real awkward, painful... Yeah. Oh, you got anyway. Uh, I miss comedy open mics where I would just go and be like, "Today is therapy. I don't care if you guys like this." <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know uh, that I miss them. Uh, some days it's a maybe, but uh, it's never a, a hard yes. <laughs> well, now we have this podcast instead, where we right. are hilarious. Yay. They've made it a minute and a half into this where we're telling them how funny we are. So oh, they got to believe it. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's we watch Shudder. You know, you guys, some of you know, if you're just tuning in for the first time, this is an interesting selection to make. But OK, uh, what we do is we watch original and exclusive new releases on uh, horror streaming service Shudder. Uh, it's a fantastic service. We're not affiliated with Shutter in every way, in any way. Uh, we just really like it, and we got a lot of free time, and uh, we think uh, our opinions matter. <laughs> well, I don't know if they matter, but I do think everybody should hear them. Right, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna whether they matter or not. I'm gonna put them out there. Absolutely. So, Today we've got a, a movie that this is a, a first for us here on We Watch Shutter. Uh, it's actually a documentary about horror movies, uh, specifically found footage uh, horror movies. Uh, this movie is called, uh, just straight and to the point, The Found Footage Phenomenon. And like we always do, I'm just going to read to you here the description of the film straight from the Shutter website. Uh, the found footage phenomenon tracks the untold story of the found footage film from its origins before and within Cannibal Holocaust, the Blair Witch Project, and the last broadcast, beyond its boom in the late noughties with Paranormal Activity, Cloverfield, and Wreck. The documentary showcases how found footage horror became a global sensation with films such as Koji Shiraishi's Noroi the Curse, Shiromi, and Occult. The Paz Brothers, Jerusalem. It's like Jerusalem with a Z. Uh, Andre Ovridal's Troll Hunter. Also, the differences between how the British and American film industries took to the genre, respectively. Found footage spans four decades already, and films such as Host, Death of a Vlogger, and Spree have proven that it's not done with us yet. A Shutter original. First of all. I am pretty sure they worked in the title of every movie that has clips 
uh, in uh, this documentary into that description. Holy cow, they <laughs> name dropped a lot of movies in there. Yeah. Michelle. Uh-huh. Uh, there's not really spoilers in a documentary, but uh, hit us with your, your thoughts here. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I, I was trying to think, like, how do I go approach, like, rating this documentary? Right. And I I actually found it kind of easy um, because, like, going into a documentary – uh, is the content is interesting and uh, apart from the clips, not really. Like uh, I, ah, I it, it's weird because here's the thing: I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool to listen to people being like, "Here's the thing, here's the thing," but there wasn't a lot of like new information. It kind of dropped a little bit of new information, but like rating it purely as a documentary and not talking about the actual movies I love and like how. They just showed a bunch of clips that I enjoyed um, talking about the actual commentary. It was fine. As somebody who loves found footage and probably somebody who likes horror would like this. But as an overall documentary, it wasn't tons of new information. There were a couple people I haven't seen before talking about their stuff. So just from a rating standpoint, I'm going to give it a 3.5. It's not super entertaining. It's fine. It's just not great by like documentary standards. And I think that's okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There were uh, there were a lot of clips. It's a very clip heavy uh, documentary. Uh, sort of, uh, I think if you haven't seen a lot of found footage films, and you have definitely seen more than I have, uh, there were a significant number of films in this uh, in this documentary that I uh, at the very least have have never seen but have heard of, and then also a, a few that I had just never heard of at all. Uh, I don't tend to like found footage films uh, quite as much as you do. The ones I do like, I really, really, really like. Uh, but yeah, so far, this isn't, uh, it's not a deep dive documentary, right? This is almost mm -hmm. like if you aren't really a huge found footage fan already, you could watch this and get some ideas on some movies to check out. It, it's not real. Absolutely. Yep. It's it's spoilery, but it's spoilery in the sense of like it shows you random things without any context. Mm -hmm. So you may, you know, it's it's similar to like a trailer in that sense in that it's it's going to give away some of the things, but uh but it doesn't really give away uh anything plot or, or significant in that way, which I thought was was really uh was really nice. Uh, I did like that. Yeah, yeah but uh but yeah, overall, uh, not a lot of depth here. This one took more of a shotgun approach than uh, maybe picking uh, three or four specific titles along the way uh, and kind of dissecting how they specifically were like landmark films in the genre. I think that's something that I might have enjoyed a little bit more. Uh, but it's not bad. You know, it's, it's well-constructed. They got a lot of talking head interviews with a lot of people. Uh, as I said, e you know, even somebody like me who, again, isn't a huge found footage fan but does uh, pay attention to the horror world sort of in general uh, introduced me to some movies that I was not familiar with. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna come in just a little bit uh, similar area to you. I'm going to go ahead and give this one uh, two and a half skulls, which gives us a right on average three skulls. Yeah, I think that is fair. It's fine. It's 
has a lot of um it's more a montage or like a list than yeah an actual documentary um before we move on to this movie i do want to say uh two documentaries that did it better because if people do want to see Ooh, like some some good okay. documentaries um shutter does have just one documentary that is similar style called horror noir which is about uh black people's history in horror uh -huh. and that is an incredible documentary yeah yeah um talking about like how they evolved to become actual people in the movies that they were starring in and not just fodder to check a box so that's incredible and then if you want something that's a found footage uh documentary in particular jd you know this one unknown dimension the story of paranormal activity does yes. a deep dive of all seven movies so those two are gonna be more actual documentaries this is kind of a list and it gives you some good ideas so yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, honestly with that in mind uh i mean i i don't think we necessarily even really need to spend a whole lot more time specifically talking about this movie. Uh, but what we want to do here, as long as, you know, this is sort of a uh, an examination uh, and an introduction into found footage films, we thought we would take some time and, and talk about our relationships with found footage, uh, some movies that we like, maybe some movies that, like Michelle mentioned, there are several that she really enjoys uh, that uh, this documentary didn't touch on. Uh, we're just going to talk about found footage horror for a little while and see where that takes us. Uh, and because she is definitely uh, much more the connoisseur than I am, I'm going to hand it over to Michelle, let her take the reins, and uh, and get us going here. Yoink, I have the reins in my hand. Woohoo! Giddy up! Um, I... I do have a question first that is okay. specifically about the documentary. Um, how many movies do you think that you had A, not heard of, and B, not seen, if you had to estimate? Um, estimate. Uh, of ones that I hadn't heard of at all, um, mm -hmm. uh, I didn't keep a list, but there are uh, like uh, a few that come to mind. Uh, one is uh, a film called Hate Crime uh, that I was not familiar with. Uh, one is a movie called The Poughkeepsie Tapes, uh, which I actually went out right away and watched <laughs> after I watched this. And oh, we'll I'm talk so about sorry. that at some point. Um, and then uh, I think I, I've seen the name in passing, but it struck me as such, it felt like such a, cheap obvious found footage knockoff third generation whatever found footage movie uh but it's called megan is missing and uh so those those three in particular that i don't remember hearing about uh and then so far as ones that i haven't seen i i wouldn't even be able to begin to tell you there are so many in there that i i'm familiar with but just haven't seen but also a decent number that i have seen okay i was kind of curious um I made a note, as I, I mentioned to you before we started recording, that I wrote down and I watched every single clip and I made a note if it was something I wanted to talk about or whatnot. On my list of movies I have not seen and have not heard of, that is the same, uh, three. Okay. I have seen every other movie. Okay. Oh, some others that come to mind. <laughs> uh, there was a movie called uh, Affliction that I don't remember <laughs> ever hearing of. Uh, oh my god! A, afflicted. Afflicted. Yes, that yeah. That is a must see. Uh, I also, love one called uh, the Borderlands. 
Um, yep. And one that they mentioned right here on the Shutter website in that long ass description, uh, "Death of a Vlogger." These are all titles that I had never heard of uh, before mm-hmm. going into this movie. So, and you've seen think, these films, yes. Uh, and I would say that "Afflicted." When they mentioned that, I just got very excited because it is one that I forgot about. Okay. But that is, regardless of if you are a found footage fan or not, like I actively searched them out, which is why I've seen so many. They're kind of my favorite subgenre. Um, "Afflicted" is a must-see for horror fans. That is an right. incredible movie. All right. Well, so, uh, I'm glad that they mentioned that. Let's uh, let's get to the uh, the obvious question being begged here. What are the three, Michelle? Uh, actually, uh, hate crime was one of mine okay. as well, um, which it seems just based on the clips in this documentary, like maybe it wasn't a very widely released movie and it is about, uh, I think Nazis or anti-Semites. Of yeah. I, uh, and that is the hate crime. Yeah. The, I, I did some looking into it, uh, should be pointed out that the film was, uh, written and directed by a, a, a Jewish filmmaker, uh, yeah. And he talks in the, in the documentary specifically about how he wanted to make a movie that dealt with a lot of the things that he had dealt with uh, coming from uh, from that background. Uh, so it's uh, not, uh, you know, uh, uh, over the top, but it I'll, t- I'll be honest with you watching those clips. The impression I got is this is either going to be a very, very intense, like hyper realistic, really like I don't want to say good movie because if it's as intense as I think it might be, it's not really going to be something I enjoy or these clips are just very heavily cherry picked. And this is a really, really, really bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I'm curious about it and I will be watching it. I don't know how I will feel about it because I enjoy watching found footage. I do not necessarily enjoy all found footage movies. Yeah, that I one do make is, a point to see them all. That one is I, on the list yeah. I made of movies that I at least want to go see. Yeah. Uh, based on the clips I saw here because of their potential. Yeah. Um, my other two are Jerusalem okay. <laughs> and Charman. I oh yeah, Charman. That those. was a name I had to look up. Now that you mention mm-hmm. it, uh, Jerusalem. Uh, I know this just because I I don't even know what service it's streaming on. If it's Shutter, I'm gonna feel real bad. Uh, but <laughs> it's streaming somewhere, and I remember seeing that title because of the. Uh, yeah, it is on Shutter. Uh, go figure. Uh, but it's got a very hyper stylized letter Z right in the middle of the of the title. It's yeah. So yeah. I remember seeing the name, but I knew absolutely nothing about it. I didn't even know it was a found footage film. Yeah, I have never heard of that. So I'm excited um, that I did get a couple things that I can see from this. And then there are a couple things where I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go back and revisit that one. Um, one on this list that... Uh, we'll kind of get into the part of like things that I think people should see and sure. probably weren't mentioned um, because obviously like everybody's heard of Cloverfield. That was a very wide release movie. So I'm sure not going to get into like those, but afflicted was on my list of like, people should see this for sure. Um, a very good found footage movie that was not in this was hell house LLC. Okay. I, I'm familiar with the name. I haven't seen it. That is, I fucking love that movie. Do not watch the sequel. The sequel is like a huge steaming pile of garbage. I don't know how they went from like 
such a good movie to such a terrible movie. I don't understand. It is a stark contrast. But Hell House LLC, I have seen many times. I was surprised it was not mentioned in this. Um, Ghost Watch, they do talk about a lot in the documentary. And that is really cool. Um, for those unfamiliar, Ghost Watch was something that uh, debuted in, I believe, the BBC or yep. something. Yeah, Played on and- Halloween one in, I want to say, 1992. Mm-hmm. Yes, so it they just played this, and it was very similar to the War of the Worlds radio broadcast, where it's a news broadcast where they're like, oh, we're going to be doing an investigation of a haunted house, and then slowly things start happening, and people believed it was real, and yeah. if I had tuned in, it was 100% would have bought it. Literally just like War of the Worlds. Like, they recorded yep. it several days in advance, right? The whole thing mm-hmm. was pre-recorded, but they played it... As if it was a live broadcast. And, yeah. uh, oh, we're getting phone calls of people saying that weird things are happening in their house. I actually yeah. did some reading up on it after watching this movie because that's one that's on my list of, I need yeah. to see this. This that's looks like it might be movie. clever enough that I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, apparently the BBC got just thousands and thousands <laughs> of phone calls uh, some very positive, but many very, very negative, uh, and people bought it, uh, which yep. is, and that's always something that's <laughs> going to get my attention with, with anything found footage or, or mockumentary or something like that is, uh, how significantly do people buy in? And yeah, that's, that, uh, that is... definitely makes me interested for sure. And that is one that, because it was from the 90s, I had had it on my list to see for a very long time. So that is one, like, I know that title because it was on my list for years. It is available for free and online because it is a part of public domain. Oh, nice. So you can go stream it. So definitely go look for it because I just had it on my list. And then one day I went to Google. It's available. It's a royalty-free thing on one of the libraries. So check that out for sure. Um. I'm trying to think if there were others. I'm surprised they didn't talk about Chronicle at all um, because that was also a very wide released one. And I know that they tended to focus on um, more indie stuff and kind of the history, but they did talk about a lot of theatrical releases and Chronicle is incredible. Yeah, but so I'm surprised they didn't talk about Do you about think that. it's it's really much of a horror film? I mean, it's found Absolutely. footage. Absolutely. Really? Chronicle scared me. Okay. I was freaked out by Chronicle. Yeah, is that's this, why. It's is kind this of more the movie sci-fi. I'm thinking of, where uh, there was like the like an asteroid, and then the it kid is goes Michael crazy. B. Jordan's uh, big debut, and Dane DeHaan, whose name I had forgotten, but I just pulled up IMDb immediately. Yeah. I guess it's not listed as a horror; it is listed as action drama sci-fi. But it freaked me out because the guy gets superpowers and then goes evil. It's like um, there's another movie out there that does it's. That's a concept. I'm not going to try to figure out the name of the other things. But it freaked me out. So I was surprised it wasn't mentioned. Are you thinking so. of Brightburn? Yes, I am. That's yeah. it. Thank you. Well, I was like, I'm not like, going to try to. Oh, it's like, what if Superman was a psychopath? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's basically Yeah, that's basically that movie. It's like, what if the yeah. Superman, what if Superman came to Earth, but he was a, he was a complete maniac? Yes. And that's a great movie. And it is basically Chronicle. Yeah. But, uh. They're, they're very similar. So Chronicle freaked me out. I guess technically not horror. Um, so yeah, those are the, the recommendations I have based on this documentary and based on my uh, experience with found footage and things that people uh, pr- 
probably haven't heard of because, duh, everybody's heard of paranormal activity. If you're right. listening to this podcast and you have never heard the phrase paranormal activity referred to as a movie, please message me and tell me where you have been. Right. How would you get to this podcast? So clearly you are know you what been, horror movies have are. Have you been locked in somebody's <laughs> torture basement for several Do years? Do you need help? Yeah, are so everybody's that, familiar with this. Are you that lady from the the Poughkeepsie tapes? Um, oh, should we talk about the Poughkeepsie we'll tapes? We'll get there. Uh, I do want to say, uh, yeah. as, I, as I said, um, mm-hmm. uh, the found footage stuff that I have enjoyed, uh, I really, really like. And a lot of what I like is uh, uh, some of the uh, the much bigger, uh, uh, massive uh, success stories. Again, uh, I, uh, I was the perfect age when the Blair Witch Project was released. Uh, I also got to enjoy a certain amount of it because I did catch a decent amount of the the wave of people believing like, oh, there's this movie, but it's like a real story. Uh, but Heather Donahue, I used to religiously watch uh, Late Night with David Letterman or The Late Show with David Letterman on CBS. Uh, and Heather Donahue was on Letterman the night before the movie was released. So, and I happened to see it. And so like I knew... That the movie, I guess it was the night before the movie was released here in Fargo. It might have been after it was initially okay. released nationwide. Uh, but uh, I knew people who believed it. And I'm like, look, if you stop and think for a second, if this was actual film footage of people who disappeared in the woods and then were never found alive, they would never let this see the light of day in a nationwide theatrical release film. Are you out of your mind? But they did, uh, like, that's what I mean by what really gets me is people's ability to buy in. Because I knew it was a movie. Uh, And, like, sort of the downfall of a lot of movies like this, a lot of horror movies in general, but I think specifically or especially found footage movies is once you've seen them, uh, like the replay value in a lot of them is not super great. Uh, but, uh, the Blair Witch Project creeps me the fuck out to this day. Like I know, Um. I know it's not real, but there's just something about the, it's so cheap and so haggard and like it it looks like a bunch of dumb film students went off into the woods and died and uh so that's one that i i absolutely love i i do want to comment on blair witch before we move on because i was 10 when i saw blair witch project maybe a little too young <laughs> uh yeah because we, like we talked about in the other one, like I grew up horror movies and I'm super <laughs> fucked up now because of it. And right. I'm constantly looking for the next thrill. Um, but yeah, I was 10. I 100% believe that. I did not have critical thinking skills. Sure. So I was like, oh my God. And of course, like it was my uncle Jeff, who we've talked about, mm-hmm. brought it to my grandma's uh, house on a VHS tape and just put it in and hit play. I knew nothing. <laughs> Didn't explain anything. I Did love not explain. It. Did not say like, "Hey, we're gonna watch a horror movie, but don't worry, it's it's just a it's just a movie. These people are fine. Nothing. Just hit it in, <laughs> pl- hit play." And I was like, "What are we watching?" And it scarred me. I am still terrified of the woods. Yeah, that, that has. I think, I think Blair Witch is why I love found footage so much because that was like I. As far as I know, that's the first movie that terrified me um, and scared the shit out of me. The Blair Witch remake, 
I know people don't like it. It scared the shit out of me to Are the you... point where I turned to my friend Aaron and I said, I made a mistake. I should not be here. You're talking about the one from just a couple of years ago that's just called Blair yes. Witch? Yes. Yeah, I actually really like that one too. I yes. What I like about it is... So Blair Witch, uh, the first Blair Witch Project obviously wasn't the start of found footage. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. where found footage exploded into the limelight for sure. It became a found footage phenomenon. Oh, I see what you did oh. there. Uh, but um, uh, then when Blair Witch came out a few years back, like by that time, you've now had a full generation of found footage films Uh, that have tried to do their own things with that concept. And what I really loved about Blair Witch is it almost became this sort of like meta breakdown of the entire genre that the original film had spawned. Like they took all these branches from that tree and folded them back in on it. And I really, really like that. There's also an element to Blair Witch that has fucked me up since the first time I saw it, because it's one of those things where I was like, I'm not even sure it was what I, what I thought it was. And then I watched it again and I was right. Um, the breaking of the branches. No, spoiling? Uh, oh, no. Cause that's the part that got me. Okay. Well, I mean, big spoiler warning here. If you haven't seen Blair Witch, yep. um, Skip 10 seconds. It's, it's okay, sort go. of crucial to the whole thing is uh, there's an element at the beginning where the the lady is watching uh, a video clip that I think somebody sent to her. Yes. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And that (laughs) clip happens at the end of the movie. And if you're... I love that movie. (laughs) I watched watched it with three or four other people. I'm Mm. the only one who caught that. Oh, I caught it. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) It fucked me up. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that movie. Blair Witch is like, yeah, I love that movie so much, and people give it hate, but like, no, I, that I scared was... the shit out of me. It is one of the few movies I can say like I am terrified of, yeah, <laughs> and I love it. And then of course, uh, <laughs> you already mentioned them, uh, and they are legendary for a reason. Uh, at least for me, I uh, am over the moon about the first three Paranormal Activity films. Same. Um, as starting with number four, they lost me and I just, I, I haven't cared since then. Uh, but that first three it's, I think I may have said it before. If not on a podcast, you've already heard it's on a podcast. You're going to hear that we already recorded. It's on the uh, documentary. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, uh, this might be like the paranormal activity series is for me the only, uh, trilogy of movies I've ever seen where I actually think they get better as they go. Like I think, Yep. Three is better than two is better than one, and one is fantastic. Uh, they two just get better and better and better. for me, but I, uh, there are parts of three I really like, but two is like That oscillating fan in part three I know, is exactly. just, it's the most brilliant <laughs> fucking thing ever. I, yep. Oh, so great. And, and then the, she turns around, the sheet just falls. Yeah. It just falls. Uh, my oh favorite, my I, I, uh, I saw uh, Paranormal 3 in a packed <laughs> theater. Uh, had yep. to be like 200 people oh, there. God. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the very, very back row in the corner, like far end seat, right? Uh, yep. And uh, this place is packed. 
and they get to that end sequence where he, they leave the house and he goes out to the garage and he's got to turn the light on on the camera oh. and he turns the light on and there's that creepy old lady's face right there. That old lady's face popped up and in this theater full of people from the back of the theater in the corner, I just go, oh shit, like really loud because it scared the fuck out of me. I knew it was coming. Obviously something's coming, right? The instant that light turns on, you know something's going to be there. And it was just creepy old lady face and I just screamed. I've oh. I've got a vouch for anybody who has not been in a theater with JD before. I have seen multiple horror movies with you. Not even like we've just happened to be at right. them like uh, Midsummer, and you were behind me, and I just kept hearing you comment the whole time, like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Like throughout that whole right. movie, and every time I was a little bit scared, I just hear you like, "Oh I, damn!" Like, I, try, I try my best to keep it under my breath, but like I it's like, so oh, great. shit!" Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I can only imagine you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah, the it was. I, I love those movies. They're fantastic. I do, I do appreciate this is going to be a longer episode, which I, I think people should right. expect it because we're talking about many movies. Right. Um, but I do like that this has just turned into us raving about like a bunch of different films that we can't talk about because they're oh. not Shutter. <laughs> yeah, well, and speaking of uh, of found footage, though, let's. I, I did bring it up. Let's talk about – so one of the movies that I really wanted to see – uh, after I got done with this documentary uh, was a movie called The Poughkeepsie Tapes uh, because, again, some of the clips that they showed me uh, from that film in this documentary were clips that made it seem like much the same as that movie Hate Crime, like there's a real good chance this movie is going to be dumb as a post, uh, but there's a good chance it might also be legitimately like intense and fucked up and weird and... Uh, so I immediately uh, watched that movie this afternoon after watching the documentary. And as it turns out, that movie is fucking dumb as a post. It's <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen this movie, the Poughkeepsie tapes, but uh, I, I just I didn't buy it for a, a minute. Right. Yeah. Like nothing. They tried real hard. And some of the video clips are, are, are gross and intense. But I just I didn't buy any of it at any point whatsoever. And they spend a lot of time like sending that movie up in this documentary. And that makes me anxious about some of those other movies. That's what makes me say, like, is it going to be actually really good or are these just cherry picked clips? Uh, yeah, and, and I can say that, like, based on what I have heard, because I actively seek out found footage, uh -huh. the Kipsy tapes keeps winding up on people's lists of movies that like found footage fans have to watch and i did not like it and then i watched this documentary today you messaged me saying i'm gonna go watch this and i went yeah i'm probably gonna rewatch it because this movie is once again telling me my opinion is wrong and then you messaged me like this is awful yeah it's, <laughs> or it's, however you said it and i was like okay so i'm not wrong it's because it's, like it keeps i don't get why people like it right and it's one that i uh i had heard of prior to seeing mm -hmm. the movie but i didn't know anything about it and then i saw these again it's one that I had seen on streaming service somewhere and I read the description of it and I'm like, yeah, this is probably not going to be for me. Uh, and then uh, some of the clips, um, we, we were talking about this. There is a sub sub genre of found footage uh, that um, I'm, I'm not personally a fan of, but I have like a real, 
morbid clinical fascination with uh, the simulated snuff film. Like these movies, like they actually mention it uh, uh, in the documentary uh, very briefly. Movies that I've never seen, but I know by reputation. Uh, uh, a series called August Underground. Uh, that uh, and then uh, this movie, The Poughkeepsie Tapes, is a mockumentary. Uh, but the 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 tapes they're talking about are tapes that were made by a serial killer. Uh, they're just recording all this depraved, fucked up stuff that he did it's to his victims. The toolbox killer. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's similar to the toolbox killer. Yeah, and it's uh, but not good. No, and it's uh, I just I don't know. Uh, it was uh, I, I keep seeing it come up on lists and people saying, "Oh, this mm-hmm. movie is so fucked up and intense." Uh, and like it, it wants to be fucked up and intense, but I just like, I don't buy any of it at any given point. So it's like, like to me, it's just like, oh, you just wanted to have a scene in your movie where you kill a child and then you get to say that awful things happen to that child, but you didn't earn it. You didn't do anything with it. And it was just whole hum. I yeah, sometimes it felt like I'm baffled by what people like. Scenes. Have you seen Megan is Missing? Yes, but it has been a long enough time that I don't remember a lot. Okay, so it is missing in my memory quite a bit. But I I know that it is not like on my list of bad or very good movies. It's just a movie that I have seen. Sure. Um, um one I I do want to mention because I forgot to include this in my list. Uh-huh. Uh, I had forgotten about this movie, but I think about the very final moments of this movie a lot and could not remember what it was. The Borderlands, 2013. Have you seen that movie? I hadn't even heard of that movie until this okay. documentary. Put that on your list because they very briefly mention it. I really enjoyed that movie and they're like the ending of that is one that I'll just like randomly pop into my head like oh shit I can't believe that and then like I go on with my day but I'm like man I wish I could remember what movie that was and when they showed a clip from it I went thank god because I'm gonna go back and rewatch that so afflicted and borderlands yes I would say the borderlands Borderlands. and it is uh one word the borderlands 2013 and afflicted are like my two highest recommended um movies oh and ghost watch of course gotcha. but those are those are my three that like if you enjoy found footage the three they mention those are definitely like must see and i can see people not liking the borderlands but i love that ending so much it's a very i enjoyed it overall but like the ending is that a uh uh irish? new zealand irish okay or, not new zealand oh wait it where is it from? Because it, it says it's London Fright Fest Film Festival. I thought it took place in Ireland. Um, I don't know where this... It just says United Kingdom. I thought it was Irish, but it must be English of some sort. Right on, right on. There is a uh, one movie that didn't get mentioned uh, in this documentary, and it's, it's sort of found footage, but it kind of runs that... Uh, uh, that uh, found footage mockumentary sort of hybridizing, and then there's a little bit of dramatic elements worked in. Uh, it's a movie called Mr. Jones from 2013. Have you seen this film? I know I have 
heard of it. Let me go look because I feel it's uh, it, there's this guy and his girlfriend. They go out to the woods for a year to make a documentary uh, and then they start to uh, uh, to have weird encounters with some uh, apparent person out in oh, the woods. No, I have not. Uh, it's got a lot of really bizarre sort of like HP Lovecraft sort of elements mixed in, uh, really sort of odd, uh, like almost like, like HP Lovecraft meets the Blair Witch Project, uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, this is look at some stills and I'm very excited. I I'd heard of it and I have never seen that. Yeah. It's one that I watched just entirely on a whim because the, the description of it, uh, was super interesting. Uh, and it turned out to be really, really good. I enjoy the heck out of it. That's one that I think, uh, people should check out that was not mentioned in this documentary. Mr. Jo- There's a several different movies out there called Mr. Jones. You want the one from 2013 starring John Foster and Sarah Jones. God, now I'm just going down a rabbit hole <laughs> and being like, I'm like, wow, they didn't mention As Above So Below. Wow, they didn't mention the taking of Deborah Logan. Like, I could do this for hours. And I'm like, I'm not well, going to do it to all of you. But, like, every time I look up, like, Mr. Jones, like, recommend it. We, and I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, that one, too. It's okay. We don't need them to mention the taking of <laughs> no, Deborah I know. Logan. Just, <laughs> I, I didn't love it. But no, that's I didn't like my, that That's exactly what my niche is, is found footage and exorcisms. If you have those two things together, I'm 100% I'm, uh, I'm told that movie Wreck is pretty good, but I'm one of the unfortunate yes. saps who saw the American remake Quarantine first. Which is also good. It's terrible. I really like Quarantine. I was also... Well, you've been wrong before. Probably younger when, you <laughs> saw, when I saw it. I know. Hang on. What age was I when I saw Quarantine? So it was 2008, and I saw it right when it was released. So I would have been 19, so still young and naive. Yeah. So I haven't seen it since then. It's no excuse, um, Michelle. The I know. <laughs> Jennifer Carpenter's face is hard to look at, though, and that makes her... Wow! She does... No, she does very good horror movie faces. Opinions expressed by in... Michelle on We Watch Shudder hey, are God. opinions only of she, Michelle. Her face, her face in what is her exorcism movie? The, the, the exorcism, exorcism of Emily, of Emily Rose. Rose. The way that she can contort her face when she is scared or possessed, her face makes for creepy horror movies. And I mean that in like her muscle structure and her ability to move. Yeah. I can't make my face do the expressions that she does. Mm. They are very scary and I enjoy that. Keep trying to <laughs> keep trying to dig your way out of this hole, Michelle. I, <laughs> I am just saying if I had a No, face, you're not wrong. She uh she has a very expressive movies. face for horror movies. You're very right. Yeah. I think she's a beautiful human being. I think her face can do crazy shit, and I'm jealous. (laughs) I wish I could do the terrifying faces she does in uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. So Uh, you guys. listen to this and be so mad at me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure she's definitely. (laughs) Jennifer Carpenter, I'm so sorry. Uh... She's going to hit me up on Instagram and be like, you fucking. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to fuck you up, and I'll be like, as long as you make those faces, I'm on board. It's good. Let's do it. It just doesn't end. (laughs) 
Guys, we could probably sit here and talk about found footage movies forever. Check out the found footage phenomenon on uh, on Shutter if you're just you know looking for some maybe some movies that you haven't seen before. Uh, oh, another one that they mention is this old movie from like the 1960s called The Diary of David Holtzman uh, that looks like it's about some sort of creepy, weird peeping Tom guy. And so I'm definitely going to take a look at that one too. Uh, lots you're of good. You're not thinking th- of Peeping Tom. No, I'm you? thinking of Diary of David Holtzman. It's yep. a completely okay. different movie than I, Peeping I Tom, Michelle. I'm aware of Peeping Tom, Michelle. I I was asking because I was trying to remember if Peeping Tom was a movie. It is, yes. And if I okay, so this Diary one you just mentioned, uh-huh. I missed that. So I'm yeah. making a note. There's now four movies I have not seen. That's why I wanted to clarify. Right on, cool. right on. I got a fourth movie to watch. Meh, meh, meh. All right, so we're going to probably go watch more horror movies, and then uh, we'll talk Always. about more horror movies, and then uh, who knows what's going to happen. Say goodnight, Michelle. Good night, Michelle.